Welcome to the Drift Zone. Back in 2017, Narco jumped onto the Drift Zone prior to hitting Australian shores for his Blues Fest show. In this episode, Narco speaks on Standing Rock and the video that this historic moment in time inspired. Love letters to God. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Drift, Drift Zone. Zone. I've just finished watching uh, Love Letters to God, um, your latest video that was filmed at Standing Rock. Yeah. Can you tell us about the process and I guess the, the meaning behind it for you creating a video with such uh, powerful messages from the community? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's uh, you know an unprecedented uh, point in Native American history out here uh, regarding the coming together of uh, so many different tribes. You know, and um, a lot of healing that was going on. You know, in the the first couple months, and you know, a true call to action from uh, a woman named Ladonna, who was the original sort of uh, spearheading the. Uh, a request for someone's for people's attention, and then the, the Standing Rock youth, you know, went ahead and ran to D.C. in this sort of, you know, uh, new protest that really sparked the nation's interest, and also, of course, brought, like I said, so many different tribal people together. And um, and then uh, it was, yeah, you know, we followed it quite closely. I was out there a couple different times, and. Uh, and also, just uh, I work with an organization that sort of handles environmental things you know, regarding indigenous affairs. And so we had a team out there, and uh, um, uh, an immediate team that was present out there. And so we we're just an honor to be able to share, you know, this song as it as it really did uh, sort of prophesy in its own crazy way, as it was written, you know, two years ago, mm. and as, it, as we sort of. We're looking. Whereas we were looking at uh, making a video for it, um, and we were considering using footage from my dear friends that had been in the trenches uh, there uh, over the course of that standoff, that resistance. Um, you know, they just such really creative journalism. You know, in that sense, uh, you know, and finding a place to really honor Native American journalism. Uh, uh, this was this was their time. You know, and so. Being able to use the platform and the and the the right song for uh, to sort of you know highlight Native American journalism and uh, and documentarianism and that so just a really I mean overall you know just a really a really special um, way of putting it out there and uh, uh, I mean man you know they they were, they were in there in it you know and just this just the the way that it just fits together you know is just a a true testament to the experience that so many people had, you know, and, um, you know, also just kind of leaving it for the viewer to sort of, you know, make their own translation and, uh, and, uh, and, and understanding of what, what, what some, some folks experienced out there, you know. Definitely. Um, the video begins with a quote from John Trudell and there's also some writing right at the end of the video. Um, I'm not sure what it means. It's uh, something like Amni Waconia. Okay, so yeah, so it's, uh, that's a Lakota word, Mini Wachoni. Um, Mini Wachoni is uh, a Lakota word for water is life, which mm. is the uh, sort of the, the over, or the overstanded uh, phrase that has, you know, created such a large momentum when you consider the overarching message of the resistance camp, which was essentially that 
listen, you know, this pipeline was slated to go through this town called Bismarck, which is, you know, the, the town that uh, is directly east of, uh, of, of, of this treaty land. And uh, the, the pipeline of, after much uh, investigation, was found to, or at least they took a vote from the actual community of Bismarck and said, hey, Bismarck people say we don't want this going through our city because it has the potential to leak. Uh, and break. So let's put it through Indian land, mm. you know? And so uh, with that, you know, sparks, sparks the, uh, you know, the Standing Rock yeah. movement, which is now, you know, become a, 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 a torch for, for uh, many other movements against pipelines in this country. And when you consider, you know, I guess the, the bigger message here is that we're not saying no to pipelines because of course we still use oil, but we're, we're, we're asking for, a very simple resolution to, uh, you know, to sort of more of a far more complex issue regarding uh, the human psyche, the 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 uh, oppressor, if you will, the uh, imperialistic regime that consists of basically these huge corporations, you know, that have decided what the what the what the majority of people need, and they, you know, force this sort of oil dependency on us. Well, you know, of course the. The Earth provides us with so many different resources, and we have we have decided to, in this country at least, almost make it illegal uh, in places, and they've car- you know created a monopoly on mm-hmm. renewable energies. Uh, so we have a very big problem here, you know. And and, uh, and uh, you know the the overarching message from the indigenous was that water is life, and look, we all drink water to just poison our water and say fuck it, you know, and like and uh, and, and and let this other let these other, you know, towns sort of uh, get the option, and we don't have the option, you know. Most definitely here also in Australia, our government seems hell-bent on continuing amping up the use and, yeah, I guess the use of fossil fuels and pulling back on renewable energies. It seems to me like one of my little conspiracies is the last thing they're going after is water and being able to control the supply of water, clean water, for drinking, for people, for for the environment, as well, and it's it's really sad yeah, I mean, that that they continue to do that and not listen to people. Yeah, I mean, look at what they, you know, in Northern California, like where I'm in California right now, right, and like uh, these massive companies that own these rivers, you know, that, that all these springs, this freshwater source, right? So Nestle, uh, uh, you know, one of the major major companies and distributes bottled water throughout the world. Uh, you know, has this huge monopoly, and you know, we'll let them do this, you know, if you will, because of legislation and sort of our, uh, our you know, sort of not paying attention to the laws that get passed. You know, and so, uh, yeah, it does come down to uh, things like water, where you know, you already have a mass uh, uh, con- uh, cr- creation, or uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, uh, making foods, you know, that that are uh, genetically modified, you know, now they're going for the water and they're saying, well, you know, there's going to, well, if you can make money off of it, they're going to try and do it. You know what I mean? Uh, and so that's what we're seeing. Definitely. I would like to say also about our love letters to God. It's a perfect marriage, a perfect union of, of your lyrics, your song and the uh, visuals as well. One, like one, one lyric uh, stood out for me. Um, it was still from the mother with paper and pen. Um, I like the way you utilize your videos to us 
to spread messages and help organisations, as you've been saying. I remember you flashed up on the screen uh, the Bread and Butter organisation. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was um, for Saint, the video of St. Quentin, yeah. Yeah, re- really nice. Another track that, that relates to us a lot in Australia is Wash It Away and and how, how you acknowledge, yeah. I, I guess, our, our Aboriginal history as well. Can you let us know a little bit about that song and your feelings for, I guess, First Nations people in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, you know, the song came through my first journey uh, in your fine country, and um, it was, uh, it was a, just it's a very broad story that sort of spans over a three-month period of, uh, you know, uh, meeting one of my dearest friends and first allies in the music sort of circles there, Xavier Rudd, and uh, becoming uh, him becoming a mentor of mine of sorts, and then uh, uh, learning more and more of the similarities of the history, uh, as well as sort of you know the, as we're as we're just we're discussing the politics of the land and and resource and uh, extraction and um, I'm feeling quite a pull. Uh, uh, oddly, en- I guess not oddly enough, but just quite a pull to 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 to, uh, uh, to spend more time there, and so uh, with the years I have. And so this song, Wash It Away, started just kind of coming through as a as a as a sort of a traveling song, uh, an outsider's perspective, I guess, if you will, that that was reflecting on my own indigenous roots to my country and seeing such similarities, you know, and. Uh, and also feeling um, uh, a kinship to not just the Aboriginal folks, but also, of course, to to everybody that's there, and uh, and also uh, feeling quite welcomed by the land itself uh, through my various experiences and traveling the entirety of your or uh, quite a bit, I should say, of the of the land there. So, um, uh, you know, a chapter in time uh, in my first journeys there, and I definitely. Uh, feel like that song captured the captured that experience uh narco and you're coming back for blues fest congratulations i caught you at blues fest Dude. Uh, a couple of years ago and then also at the metro when you come to curry radio and said hello so you, oh, yeah, cool. you seem to love the era of byron bay i'm actually from byron bay born and bred around mullumbimby oh. all that area so it's so nice to have artists come to that area yeah totally uh coming to blues fest I think this would be our fourth appearance almost, I would say. And uh, gosh, every time, you know, I mean, there's just probably uh, the top three festivals in the world. Uh, Blues Fest, you know, outside of all the little things or whatever that you have to experience through the industry, uh, is is genuinely a really great family-oriented, artist-oriented festival. Uh, always a pleasure working there and also spending time with uh, with all the fine folks that attend. So really happy about it. Stoked to be coming back. Beautiful. And uh, Narco, uh, keep fighting the good fight. Respect. Thanks, man. Appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing you guys out there soon. Okay. You have a nice one. You too, brother. Cheers. Narco speaking there on the Drift Zone way back in 2017. For more podcasts, check out The Vault at www.tunnelroadproductions.com. Thanks again for listening to The Drift Zone. One love.